wild out. Let's just do it. <laughs> yeah? Okay, I think so. Welcome, everybody, to Random Draw Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel Mann, here with me, Mark Belisle. Hey there, guys. And David Hubbard. That is me. <laughs> I think you mean Rusty Shackleford. <laughs> Rusty Shackleford, a.k.a. Walking Beans Hubbard. Walking Beans Hubbard. It was so hard to walk around this um, this pack because I didn't have any beans to walk yeah. with. <laughs> so we literally, moments ago, returned from PAX Unplugged. Yeah, we stopped by the studio on the way home on the from way home. PAX. That's fancy mm-hmm. that, yeah. like, oh, we stopped by our studio. I know, yeah. it makes us sound way more highbrow oh, than we are. Yeah. Our, it's certainly not connected to one of our jobs yeah yeah certainly not <laughs> so pax unplugged the second annual game expo yeah, in philly <laughs> right in Correct. philly uh, it is from penny arcade expo which is primarily mm-hmm. um video games and the sorts comics and whatnot comics yeah they, they basically spun off pax unplugged because there were so many board games at right. the and then we PAX. attended it yeah yeah and we first year it ever was a thing we attended last year i will say it had to be close to twice the size this year it it, was there were much so bigger. many more people yeah which is cool yeah i don't know that the convention itself was twice the size but the amount of people yes. that showed up yeah, that's, twice yeah size. That's, that's what we they put say. um so this is a lot different than gen con because mm-hmm. this is more focused on the gaming part gen con is kind of like buy our stuff do play in tournaments do mm-hmm. things like that this is like open gaming and so last year there was a lot of open gaming and they like easily added thousands of more seats oh, of absolutely. gaming yeah, for sure. They and had it, that they had that whole theater last year and that was all missing. Yeah, and like, that was all gone mm-hmm. and and more seats were jammed in there just for gaming, which is cool. And it was packed too. And it was packed, yeah. yeah. We went yeah. just Saturday and Sunday cuz we're working for the man during Friday. <laughs> so right. we couldn't uh, make it up Friday. So but Philadelphia is just a couple hours from us, so it's not it's not a trek for us. Short little trip. Yeah. So we we got to go to PAX and we got to see a lot of stuff which is really really cool i love i love game conventions because i get to look at all kinds of games and see games that i've mm-hmm. never heard of and then sometimes try them and then sometimes buy them yeah, yeah sometimes <laughs> sometimes that happens and then sometimes try them and sometimes walk away yeah, yeah i get interested in games then i go watch other people play them for a few minutes and then i realize oh i don't think i like that as much or sometimes you get interested in a game be- purely because you see the art style of it and you think that oh what a cool art style yeah. let's yeah. go check that game out because yeah. that happened to us yeah mark and i were kind of excited by um uh, goris maximus. goris maximus which mm-hmm. is like a card game and it's cartoony, kind of, but it's br- super like, brutal, yeah, too. Gory, gory, very, violent. Yeah. Very ultra It's like a gladiator game. So we didn't actually try it, but we went back by the booth because we wanted to watch it or, or at least see it. Mm-hmm. And we saw some people playing it. It's kind of just looked like a trick-taking game, which is not... Yeah, the designer literally just called it... Tricks. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he used it the term trick. trick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I, I don't know that I want to play that game. Yeah. But the cards looked amazing. The art was great. And if you like trick-taking games, then maybe that is yeah. the game for you. But <laughs> if you like, if you like, ter- if you like turning tricks, if you like turning tricks, <laughs> if you like turning tricks, I have a few options for you. <laughs> there goes our family-friendly rating. <laughs> nope, <laughs> nope, nope. It's about a card game. I saw. Uh, Bad Boys of Packs, baby. Bad Boys of 2018. Packs. 2018. 2018. <laughs> Yes, so, so we checked that out when it wasn't. It was just wasn't for us. Correct. So the people playing it looked like they were yeah. having a good time, and the art was amazing. And yeah. I don't think that game's very expensive. And the so. designer was friendly too. He and was he was dressed like a Spartan. Yep. Yeah, up like a centurion Full armor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was actually kind. Of, I, he looked comfortable because it was hot in there mm-hmm. for oh, being boy, it was December. So yeah, like it was warm inside there. It's just so many of us sweaty nerds. 
Yeah, just the majority. I hate to put all of the nerds in one category, but you the majority us? of us, yeah, aren't <laughs> svelte individuals. So we use a lot of oxygen filling our giant lungs <laughs> and heating areas. So, so that yeah, and it was unseasonably warm, from what I hear. Yeah, seventy degrees. You could say. <laughs> I could say because it was because it was. Uh, one of the best things about PAX though is just hanging out and playing games. Uh, oh. We spent so much time just playing games. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're going to talk about a couple of the games that we got to play that we haven't talked about yet on the show. <laughs> uh, so we played Burgle Bros. Our friend Chris came with us. He brought Burgle Bro- Bros, uh, which was disappointing only because at PAX, we saw the coolest version of Burgle Bros mm-hmm. I've ever seen. And we played the peasant version or the normal <laughs> game. Yeah, the, yeah, Chris, to be, to game be fair, to be fair, it was the same version. But the guy at PAX who worked the Burgle Bros company, who I don't know. Sorry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. We'll do more research later. <laughs> <laughs> but they that company he said he ordered something off of Etsy which mm-hmm. at Burgle Bros oh, really? you, yeah, that's where he said oh, he got I that stand it was broken token no in your face oh. uh, <laughs> he, he said he said that uh, so Burgle Bros you are going through three stories of this building and yep. stealing things you're, from it you are bros of sorts yeah you're bros that burgle yeah there's a bra there's every floor <laughs> there's a woman there's a lady yeah there are mm-hmm. every floor has a safe that they needs to be cracked gotta crack that safe uh, so you're basically <laughs> going through the three floors and cracking the safes and trying not to every by floor the guards. A, uh, yeah there's one guard per floor and one safe per floor but the guards somehow get faster as you move up floors they're harder to miss and i guess the, by the top floor you just he's a sprinter because this twilights as a guard no because this building doesn't have any elevators so the top floor guards have to take the stairs oh. every day so just leg day yeah. all the yeah, time so yeah. they're fit totally the, the upstairs ones are more fit you know that's fitter. thematic yeah. that is absolutely thematic more fit or fitter <laughs> Uh, f- more, more fit, more fit. Fitter. You could go fitter. More fitter. I like more fitter. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what if I had them both together? Yeah, he more fitter. Cardiovascular. Yeah, they're just yeah. legs and Great. lungs. Those guards <laughs> on the third floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they're. Oh. They're Hold re- on, our lovely assistant is our research assistant, Candace Hubbard, <laughs> Mrs. Walking Beans. Mrs. Wa- oh, <laughs> it's, Beans. it's from Fowers Games. Oh, hold on. What's two more mean? This is good radio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, publishers, Fowers Games. Oh, and it's self published. And Two Tomatoes are the, thank you. Two are Tomatoes? The, that is the publisher. Oh, I thought that was there. like some sort of rating scale. Is that like two sweets? <laughs> oh, yeah, two <laughs> sweets out of four. They are who put out Burgle Bros. So oh, cool. It is a cool little game. I actually really enjoyed it. But anyway, this thing he got on Etsy, uh, since it's three stories, it is built up three levels. It looks like uh, an actual vertical. Building. Yeah, yeah, as vertical. A, yeah, yeah, as opposed to having to lay it out next to each other. The three yeah, levels which on doesn't the it breaks the theme for me. Yeah, I was completely lost immersion. And it's, normally, I'm totally into burgling safes. Yeah, oh uh, for sure. <laughs> I thought you guys were just burgling like a huge ranch style house, <laughs> side by side building. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, how do the stairs lead to another building next to it? It doesn't make interesting any sense. choice. Uh, robbing a duplex. <laughs> <laughs> no, the stairs. Are are all like that uh that mc escher painting or whatever the, oh, <laughs> the boy. stairs just lead, lead everywhere oh, yeah. yeah everywhere yeah. And goes nowhere. nowhere oh good which is also why that guard is so fit just he's, all he can, he's, he's probably he's, been there for he's, years he's so thin from existential <laughs> terror oh my god how do i get out of here <laughs> yeah so i mean the game was fun we got like a really bad card draw and lost yeah you guys look like you had a rough handily. go of it so we lost by the second floor i don't did we even make it to the third floor no chris made it to the third floor oh, that's and that's right. where he got seen by the fit guard the first <laughs> that makes sense now, though. So much more sense. He's just sprinting around the third floor <laughs> looking for burglars. So, yeah, I guess we should kind of explain. Yeah. There are like, the, the kind of, you revealed the board as you sort of Yeah, so it's re- like a explore, five by right. five grid mm-hmm. of cards. And then you have a little wooden meeple 
that is represents you and you have a picture pasted on it and each person has a different skill like my guy was the safe cracker cracker mm-hmm. cracker <laughs> that can't be right I, I was some sort of clairvoyant i could I, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like my ability was that i could look at the the top card of the guards deck and that basically dictates where they're going to head next so you sort of know their route mm-hmm. um, yeah. or at least the next place they're heading so i could i could sort of i don't know read his oh, mind yeah, and figure he, out where he was he going. was like the great sandini or whatever yeah, he had yeah. like the turban on mm-hmm. with like the oh, wow. in it. <laughs> so yeah and then chris's character was demolition specialist yeah he had dynamite oh, yeah. he looked like machete he did look like machete yeah, yeah. that's what i was trying to place yeah he looked <laughs> like machete Trejo. and yeah. Yeah, he looked like danny Trejo. he mm-hmm. had like the vest with it open fancy <laughs> And yep. then Candy's character was called the Raven, and she sent a bird out, and it distracted the guard. <laughs> it just slowed him down by a movement. Yeah, because I assume he'd be checking, well, oh, there's a bird here <laughs> Why in is there building. a bird here? And he's always in my way. Yeah, always <laughs> crashing <laughs> at my face. <laughs> yeah, so you have to go through each of these rooms, and some of the rooms have alarms that call the guard over, and some of them are locked mm-hmm. or whatever. Oh, yeah, there's like motion detectors. Motion detectors, all kinds of things scanners. that I didn't understand, but Chris knew how to play the game, so he just told me what to do. And then you did it. And then I did it, and then we still <laughs> lost. So yeah. it wasn't really my fault that we lost i say this is chris this is on chris so um once you find the safe you have to roll dice until you match up all the numbers on the cards both horizontal and vertically from that safe so that means you have to explore all of all, those tiles all the tiles while right. avoiding the guard we, right which we didn't bother doing no. we just got caught by the guard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. multiple times i mean i really like that game i have heard a lot about it before and i never played it before but it was really fun, and it's a co-op game, which we all always seem to like. Yeah, yeah, yeah we love co-ops. Chris and, we, and I, we love heists. Oh, so. very oh, yeah. much so. Mm-hmm. Chris and I played it one other time, just the two of us, and uh, we defeated it handily without either of us getting seen a single time. Mm-hmm. Then it turns out we accidentally misread how the guards move, and we heavily cheated. Yeah, that makes <laughs> that things happens, easier. You know? Not yeah. on purpose, but we laughed, and we're like, that definitely doesn't count. Most that. times <laughs> when you cheat, it makes it so just so much easier. Yeah. yeah. But so, yeah, that was a cool game. We yeah. learned our lesson, played properly with you guys and then lost and then bummed out it didn't play more than four yeah and i don't know that there's an expansion or anything for it that plays more i here's the problem i think with playing more than four so the guards move at the end of each player's turn right so you're already having like four guard movements before your turn again so if you play with more characters like that's even more guard movement before your turn like when chris and i played just the two of us Mm -hmm. it's almost easier with a lower player count because less guard hitting you after uh after your turn but it's pretty cool footprint the game It, it truly is and like i said having that 3d like tower representation that would have been great yeah it, it's and, really neat and i saw so we saw it on saturday and then we were talking about we played burgle bros saturday night and we mm-hmm. were like oh why don't you have this version chris you're cheap and stupid <laughs> and, <laughs> and but then we were talking about it and like maybe it won't be so great because you have to like reach into it or whatever but mm-hmm. then i saw it again i was like no that thing's great yeah, there's, plenty... there's so much space between the floors yeah it's... exactly because i was like I, that's my biggest fear is like reaching in and then i'm so clumsy yeah. i'm just gonna knock the <laughs> yeah. whole thing over but maybe it, we yeah. don't buy enough stuff for games on etsy that's what i'm starting to think i've never bought anything i didn't even know there was stuff for games on etsy i bought it in this off topic but i also don't care um <laughs> sidebar draw. sidebar yeah. sidebar no random draw you get what you get yeah so yeah sorry <laughs> For Gloomhaven, there's a thing that you set the bad guys in, and the bad guys in Gloomhaven are just standees. So you clip them in the stand, and then you there's a place, a slot to put a dice in, and that keeps track of their hit points. Ah, so it's easier to keep track. And then because Gloomhaven comes with those cards mm-hmm. that you're supposed to, I mean, unless you know have played the game, then sorry for your life. You put little uh, blood tokens on it right. whenever they take damage is how you track it. But, but the bad guys just like one piece of paper, and then it slides inside a sleeve, and they're broken up like one two three four five but there's mm-hmm. not sometimes not enough room on there 
I gotta buckle down one day and just on. play a couple games of Gloomhaven with you guys because I played it. I've played it a couple times and I've never enjoyed it. Oh, that game's fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that game's great. It's great. Yeah, I don't know. And I just I feel like it's I'll go literal months between plays and it, I just don't understand how any of the game works. My biggest complaint with Gloomhaven is like the story's kind of all over the place. Maybe, but mm. also maybe I'm not paying super attention to what's happening. I think our problem is that we've now been playing Gloomhaven off and on for yeah. eight months, yeah. and I I don't even remember what we're supposed to be doing at the Point. yeah i just look at what's not marked on the map and i go i guess i guess, I'll go yeah, there. Well, I guess we're going there yeah there's three options uh pick one we'll but go I, there i also bought a uh, dice tower on etsy and it was really cheap mm, nice. and it, it's like that little wooden plywood dice tower i got it for like five bucks so there's stuff on etsy for games i guess i'm I'll just gonna look more on etsy if I, you have an etsy shop and you sell game stuff like right I'll, in we'd right love in. to see it yeah i'll and look we'll, at it we'll pimp you out man <laughs> yeah i'll look at it and we'll i'll turn talk those about tricks it. <laughs> we'll turn the tricks on your <laughs> etsy shop yeah bad boys of packs 2018 uh we also played secret hitler uh we played with five players and six players right yeah Yeah. (laughs) that game is better the more players you have oh absolutely for sure yeah yeah i think it was fun with five but with six it was even better um so secret hitler hitler is a (laughs) it's been a long weekend yeah i'm exhausted i mean either tired or having a stroke and (laughs) so secret yes is the answer secret hitler is a hidden role game and uh in our case with five and six one person is a fascist and one person is hitler himself dirty fascist yeah yeah foul fascist so they Mm -hmm. they are trying to become elected chancellor after three fascist policies have been passed. Yeah, so right. if Hitler is elected chancellor, chancellor. and there are an elected appointed, appointed chancellor by the president, El president, <laughs> and there are three uh, fascists then insta win. Yeah, good on you. Mm-hmm. You are now you're going to take over. Like this is the end of it for us. The two times that Hitler won, like it was me the first game we didn't really know what I was doing, so in your faces. <laughs> but the last Sorry. game, Dave's wife Candy oh, she was and Hitler. Mark crack, crack researcher Mark, Candace right? Hubbard. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it was. Mark, I was yep, we, he was a fascist, and she was Hitler, and they played it out perfect because I had oh, no so idea. Well. And then Candy got appointed chancellor, and she's like, "Yeah, I'm Hitler." Like, what? And it blew everyone's mind. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, then, like, now I'll never play the game again. Yeah, I was I was doing a lot of suspicious <laughs> suspicious stuff as the fascist, which I think is kind of what you want to do. Yeah, you want to take the heat off of Hitler. Hitler wants to play it straight, and the fascist wants to be just a wild man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, or uh, a woman. The, the thing yeah. I liked most about it wild is lady. the fact that you can easily. Uh, just lie your way to victory. Yeah, I, I mean that is. I mean that's most hidden role games. To I mean be fair. most but, games in general. But it's just so. It's it's like <laughs> way wrong. more ostentatious in Secret Hitler. Oh, very much so for sure. Like I'll never forget your expression when your wife turned to you, Dan. <laughs> yeah, and lied right to your face yeah, about so the, what was going on. Yeah. So the point of the game is the president. the The president gets voted in, and every, everyone everybody votes, and you if guess. they get the majority, the president then appoints the chancellor, and so, you vote Ja, ja or, or Nine. nine. So the president then takes three tiles, and the tiles, these are your policy tiles, they either say liberal or fascist, or that's it. Mm-hmm. So the president looks at his three, his or hers, three, well done. and then discards one face down so no one knows, and then they pass the other two to the chancellor, the chancellor discards one, and the one remaining is now enacted. It is an right. enacted mm-hmm. policy. So I had passed my wife one liberal policy and one um, fascist policy, and she looked at them and claimed, I can't believe you passed me two fascist policies and it just like it was just like such a shock because to that point no one had made that claim like abruptly so now everybody knows one of us is a liar because we both had said like no that's not true i passed you one of each and she's like no you passed me two fascists 
And we that was it. Like yeah. we're down to I, it. I tended to believe you because the look of absolutely sincere shock on your face it, was amazing. It blew my <laughs> mind. It really did. And like I try to play it cooler, but just in that moment, I was just like <laughs> I was like, you liar. <laughs> like, I was personally you attacked by it. Dirty liar. Yeah, you just, yeah. you go, babe, no. Yeah, I was like <laughs> so shocked that she would do such an, and it, and I understand why she did it because as a fascist, like you have to get something going Oh, it was a great point. play. It was yeah, a great play. Yeah. It just like, it, it was such a shock to, it like just hurt my little heart that, <laughs> that she made this explanation. And it was like, oh. Your tender new marriage was on the rocks. I know. I feel, I like, know. I feel like since we started this podcast, like <sighs> you've got Gotten, I, you've gotten knifed by your 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 wife and it's her. on like, several I'm, occasions I am not, too. It's, like it's because I never expect it from her. Like she doesn't play a ton of games. She doesn't play a ton of games, and I know her pretty well. Like so, I I, I don't so. I don't expect it. Like if you guys, if Dave or Mark or whoever, like we're playing with, did it to me. Like okay, I get it. Like, oh absolutely, I've played games if, with you. If like we pulled that stunt. Yeah. yeah if you play whatever, I don't have to sleep with you at night. So <laughs> I, I don't that really you know of that I know of. So I, so it's not a huge deal. But when she did it, like she did it with that game, and she did it in Skull, where she. Just mm-hmm. like conned me so good, <laughs> and I just—it's so... she is so much smarter than you. Though. No, I, no, no doubt, no doubt, and it, and it makes me so mad because I've been playing games for so long, and she is just like, oh, since she met me, that's how long she's been playing games. <laughs> she's already better. Yeah, she's already mastered. I mean, I am notoriously not great at games, but just keep smashing my head against the wall. I don't care if I win or not, as long as I have a good time. That's yes. all I care about. Feels good, right? Yeah, it feels good. Hey, winning, winning, yeah. losing—it's all good. Yeah, the components in Secret Hitler are pretty fantastic. Yeah, so the president's um, placard and the chancellor placard are solid wood, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they're really nice. And then the boards are really, really thick cardboard, and they're embossed with like obviously not real gold. That would make yeah, the like, game much like, more expensive. Like gold leaf, <laughs> like gold leaf like and like leaf, silver yeah. leaf and and stuff. And they they look really nice. And the mm-hmm. placard, the the, the policies yep. are all really, really thick cardboard. Mm-hmm. Everything's just it's really well made. And it's, it's cheap. It's, it's like sturdy. It feels good in the hands. Yeah, it's and, got a good hand feel. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> oh, there's something the bad boy. Was a pack. <laughs> it's no, you know what it is. <laughs> don't I don't feel like I. I feel like I have to defend myself against Candy, who you can't hear in the background, but <laughs> made a comment that I, I was a disgusting animal. But <laughs> you know what it is. I I hear this a lot. I watch a lot of cooking shows, and I hate when someone takes a bite of something and they're like, "Oh, that has a good mouth, mouth feel." Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. disgusting. Like, what's a good mouth feel? I don't I don't like it. <laughs> I guess it's like the opposite of a uh, the the nacho at the bottom of the nacho pile that's become soggy that's a good mouthfeel that's a weird mouth no feel. no a weird oh, mouthfeel is like tapioca pudding oh or oh. bubble tea yeah okay i like i like rice pudding a lot no, that, no that's no, a good no, mouthfeel no. like the squishy with the hard together like no it makes me every time and i know it's not true but every time i eat it <laughs> <laughs> every time i eat it it makes me feel like there is something else in my pudding that should not be there like oh perhaps these, bugs or y- right these are bugs yeah. and then you look at it and you're like oh my gosh they're white they are like little bugs oh right. so what's so what do you consider a bad mouth feel like just this the bad. grainy kind of like no so- i don't like the texture difference okay so you don't like contrasting texture not necessarily i just don't like pudding with chunks in it okay i don't like cottage- <laughs> i mean that's fair like i mean that's everything i don't like cottage cheese either uh, yeah for that not, same I'm reason not into that really either i have now constructed dan's entire christmas basket
basket. So <laughs> things good. with a good mouthfeel. Yep. Things we learned about each yeah, other. Any chunky kind of pudding. And I like pudding. I don't like jello. If you're keeping track of all my <laughs> likes and dislikes at home, I like pudding but not jello. Yeah. Write in and tell Dan about his mouthfeels. <laughs> yeah, tell me about what mouthfeels like. Dan's all caught up in his mouthfeels right now. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. So secret Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, secret Hitler. Uh no, that game is very fun. Uh if yeah. you like hidden rolls games, oh, hidden rolls games. Uh, if sure. You, <laughs> it had multiple hidden roles. Yeah. Sure. Uh, if you Avalon or the Resistance, Resistance or anything like that, then this is definitely up your alley. I, you do need at least six friends. So, like, we're not going to get to play it that often. Yeah. I need more friends. Yeah. But it is a lot of fun. I, I could I, picture that being complete pandemonium after like 10 friends oh. well i think 10's the max, the max 10 is the max? the max okay yeah 10 yeah could you imagine just 10 and i don't know 10 the people shouting at each other i can't imagine i love it i've been to, <laughs> i've been to holidays at my house uh, it's i don't know the breakdown of how many fascists to how many liberals for that many people but it mm-hmm. i mean it's got to be awesome i did notice a complete uptick in yeah it, 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 the game got much easier like with six, I feel like for the fascists. For the fascists, because well, yeah. more places to hide, basically. Yeah, more more places so, to hide. So also, when you get more players, the fascists all know who each other are, but they don't know who Hitler is, and Hitler knows mm. who all the fascists are. So Hitler is kind of hidden from everyone. Wait a second. Oh, that's interesting. That's f- higher player. Oh, counts, I was going to say. Us. Wait a second. I definitely knew who Hitler no, was no, every with, time I was a fascist. There's just two of them because oh. the because with a low player count, the fascists want to try to elect Hitler. But Hitler's like super hidden in higher player counts, which is gotcha. kind of interesting. Yeah. Okay. It makes it a lot harder for the fascists in a way because yeah. they don't know who they to don't give know the chancellorship who to. Chancellor, but also yeah. he could play it so straight that people can think he's not Hitler. He or she. <laughs> then yeah. one of us wonderful liberals out for free health care and better bridges for all. Yeah. Get rid of them yeah. walls. <laughs> we nominate one Hitler for chancellor. <laughs> you forget all our good deeds. Mm-hmm. It does have that really neat um, player elimination mechanic too, where the president just kills somebody. Yeah. Just execute. You have to. You have yeah. to. And it's sort the end of the game so it's not like you're sitting out very long anyway yeah, if you get killed it's, usually it's like after like what four it's, fascist it's policies fourth, have been acted it's enacted? the fourth fascist policy yeah. and then if two more get enacted they win anyway so yeah. it, but it is a really good game and if you like hidden roles or yelling at your friends or that's that's the game for you <laughs> just being bad just being bad just like being us bad boys or, bad. or getting called sir and or madam president oh yeah that's, is, that's yeah. a highlight too yeah which is fun yeah <laughs> so after you've sat for a while of course got to do some funky chicken yeah we play <laughs> yeah, funky chicken, chicken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so i bought this game for my wife uh it's it's by the makers of happy salmon um, north star yeah, games north star that games. one i know uh yeah nice <laughs> happy salmon uh we've talked about it before mm-hmm. on the so, yep. podcast yep. it's it is basically happy salmon with different actions so you're basically uh, have a deck of cards you're flipping it over you're trying to find someone else in the circle as you stand with your friends who has the same card up and you're trying to get them to do an action with you you drop your card first one out of the deck wins this <laughs> yeah i was doing some of the actions yeah, you are on you can't see because it's a podcast but dave is like reenacting the actions and it's I, funny I, to I just watch not. like yeah. Yep. I didn't even realize I was doing it until you guys started laughing. Yeah, you were giving some funky chicken wings. <laughs> you were doing so funky right now. <laughs> so funky. So, so the funky. different actions this time are like sort of dosy dough. You link arms, do one spin, you can drop your card, or spin in a circle where you are. Both of you spin a circle. Bump or, butts. Yeah, yeah bump. bump. There's the bump. It's hips officially, but we definitely bumped butts. If I bumped hips, it would hurt so much right? more than if I bumped butts with somebody. Not Which... me, my hips don't lie. <laughs> well, and that one looked hilarious too because you would just look around the circle and then see someone with their butt sticking toward yeah. everyone just, just waggling it just <laughs> t- 
twerking for all my yeah, little hearts. It's worth. I'm just Smash trying to get, your butt into my butt. Just <laughs> trying to get anybody to pay me atten- pay attention to me. Just, you're just peacocking out there. And Look at my butt. And That's then right. there was the funky chicken. You're yeah. basically doing the chicken dance, but when you do it, both of you have to have to yell so, so funky, funky. Yeah. <laughs> which is great. Which is great. Like the funky chicken itself is fine, but when you add yelling so funky in, it's just <laughs> ten times better. Uh, the game once again, if you like Happy Salmon or liked the concept of it, I get it. It is the exact same thing, but honestly, I think it's a slightly more fun. I, I think the actions are just more fun to do. It's way more chaotic because, like, if you're yeah. having if two groups of people are trying to do the the swing, oh, yeah. Yeah. at the or, same uh, time, two, two are swinging and two are butt bumping or yeah, whatever. It's yeah, just it's like it's chaos. I got sandwiched butt bumped at one point. Yeah, because you were trying to get across to me. <laughs> Like, so so what we so we played this it was we like had a, Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> it was exactly like Night at the Roxbury. So we got an Airbnb for PAX and there was it was a lovely place, but it did not have a lot of open space because no. we are in downtown Philadelphia. Makes mm-hmm. sense. So we cleared out the kitchen, uh the dining room, I guess, area and played in there and there were six full grown adults <laughs> trying mm-hmm. to play in this very small area. And we were basically like shoulder to shoulder. So we then in the end we mixed the Funky, chi- funky chickens. That's yep. what it's called. Yeah, uh, funky, funky chicken, chicken and happy salmon. And happy salmon. We mixed them all together and played just a really long, sweaty game of. Like, <laughs> oh, it was so sweaty! Oh my gosh, it was crazy. Yeah. But yeah, Dave and I, we were doing switching spots. Two people were trying to do see or butt bump or something. It was Chris, I think it was Chris, Chris and Mark and were trying to butt bump somebody. But all somebody I know, was butt bump. as I'm waiting because I don't want to smash any of these people, but Dave did not have that same nope. feeling, so <laughs> he just yeah, he just smashed through them, and I was like, oh, all right, I'll yeah. switch. Good enough. <laughs> yeah, there are cards everywhere. Yeah, it was. It, I mean, that game's fun. It's bigger spaces is better, but I still didn't take away from the fun. Oh yeah, it is the perfect game after you've just sat and played seven or eight secret Hitlers like we did. Like we yeah. had just mm-hmm. been sitting for probably two hours, and then we got up and we're moving around and, and breathing much harder than we should have been given the actions we were doing. Oh my god, I know. Sure. Yeah, it's just so sweaty. <laughs> Funky chickens. So extra l- let me ask you, gentlemen, a question. Yeah. You're at the boardwalk. Yeah, it's a beautiful like early spring night mm-hmm. you see senator tom carper yeah <laughs> are you greeting him with a happy salmon or are you greeting him with a so funky oh. <laughs> no i do him oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i hook him i get tased by the security uh-huh. and then i <laughs> uh, i guess hauled off to prison or and, whatever they do. and i hip bump him as he goes halfway around the do oh, yeah. oh right and right. then dan and i get simultaneously tased and we just fall mm. into what looks interestingly enough like a happy salmon. Yeah. <laughs> when I'm flopping around the ground, I yell, this counts. <laughs> this counts. I'm recording it for the Insta, guys. <laughs> guys, we're going to get so famous. Uh, let's talk about Dragoon next. Oh. Dragoon. Dragoon. So Dragoon is a Why game. Why is it called Dragoon? I don't dragon. know. I don't know. I'm a fan of the word Dragoon. No, Dragoon means dragon in another language. Okay. I don't know which language. See, I thought it was like, I thought it was a made up word no, for, so for like video games. There was an uh, a PlayStation a 1 video. game. There was yeah. Legend of Dragoon. Yeah, Legend of Dragoon. You would jump Dragoon. up into the air. And there was like all sorts of stuff about Dragoons. There but anyway. was a Dragoon game where you fl- you were like riding a, a dragon. Yeah. And you're, it was like mm-hmm. a shooter. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. There was that one. There was, was an, there was an RPG for the PlayStation 1 that I enjoyed. See, that's the one I remember. Yeah. Dragoon. Like Legends of Tales of the Dragoon. Of, like, of I think the Dragoon? it was Legends of the Dragoon. Yeah. yeah. Legends and Tales of Dragoon. <laughs> <laughs> there were stories. Also, of one of Dragoon. my favorite classes in Final Fantasy Tactics. Oh, hold on. I have an update. Oh, Oh, goodness. Goodness. Wow. Crack researcher Candace Hubbard coming in strong. 
throwing <laughs> your phone. Threw it right Power at move, me. man. Right. Just threw that right in your face. So it's for, so Dragoon from Lay Waste Games. But Candy, I want to know what Dragoon meant. Oh, you're fired. We're gonna half your salary. <laughs> hey, if anybody wants to be an in, uh, unpaid intern <laughs> yeah. for Random Draw Podcast, just go, go. What do you mean it came up with a food like what Rangoon? <laughs> Came up Rangoon, <laughs> Legend of the Rangoons. Oh, it's a totally different thing. It's like Sushi Go, except <laughs> angrier. Yeah, oh my God. Look, what does Dragoon mean? Dragoon, a member of several cavalry regiments in the British Army. Fascinating, oh, Dragoon. Oh, what up, Britain? Yeah, thanks. Or, <laughs> or if you use that as a verb, it means to core, core. Oh no, oh. coerce. Sorry. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, oh dear. Dan, Dan can't we read the word. I'm coerce. telling you, you guys, it's been such a long weekend. Yeah, sorry. Uh, if you use dragoon as a verb, means to coerce someone into doing something. Oh, you guys dragooned me all the time. And there's a sentence. It's uh, she had been dragooned into helping with the housework. <laughs> oh, nice. That is the only way I help with the housework. Yeah, <laughs> being dragooned. dragooned into oh, it. I'm so dragooned into it all the time. Oh, I'm gonna start using that for sure. <laughs> yeah, dragooned. So dragoon. Dragoon. <laughs> yeah, it's from. Uh, Lay Waste Games. Lay Waste Games. Dragoon. So Great it, name for a game company. We, Great name you, for a game oh, company. Oh, yeah. Very Great much so. Name Lay for Waste. A game <laughs> if I had a game company, I'd name it Great Named Great Game Company. Great Named Game <laughs> Company. <laughs> We're so dumb today. <laughs> uh, so we demoed that game, uh, and Chris liked it enough that he bought it. So we ended up playing it, and then he bought the expansions, mm-hmm. so we also played that. Y- you know what's funny is so... At PAX, when we were demoing it, I didn't really care for it. I was kind of indifferent towards it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay. You like, seemed a little lukewarm. Yeah. Also, we had just gotten there and walked, did a couple loops, and I was sweating. So that's like where my <laughs> mind was at. Because I was wearing a hoodie, and I was thinking, like, oh, I'm really sweating, like, in this hoodie inside in, in December. Mm-hmm. And it's very frustrating. And then this <laughs> this nice lady's trying to teach us this game, and I'm like, okay, like, sure, I'll play a card here. Is that what you want? And then mm. Chris is way into it, like, eye contact with everyone. and. <laughs> he's at an 11 on the he, dragoon scale yeah he was dr- he dragooned me into demoing this game and so there it is. and so oh. we play, yeah so when we demoed it i wasn't i was like sure chris i'll play this game with you but then when we played it, it was actually really fun it's fantastic yeah it's a fun game yeah. it is uh so it is a a board and i use the term loosely because it's actually a cloth um, which map. i didn't think i liked but maybe eh, i do it was it was fine because he got the metal version so the pieces were full like metal so they were heavy enough that um nothing was moving around because of yeah the, it needs to be ironed the board needs to be ironed. ironed but so when yeah so but when he folds it up you like you really have to fold it to fit it into this mm-hmm. box so the mm-hmm. box is a lot smaller than your standard board game box i liked the cloth i like it it's yeah, fine i liked it i thought it was pretty cool mm-hmm. it's a different 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 type of playing surface so in the original uh or the i would say, i should say not expansions uh we all played as dragons yeah and uh we each had our own cave oh did we mention that this game is about dragons no, I don't think that we did. <laughs> I think we sort Sorry. of glazed over that. <laughs> Maybe yeah. you figured it out. Yeah. So uh, each of us is a dragon. You got your own cave, and uh, you're basically moving about the board. You roll at the beginning of every round, and villages spawn about the board. It's mm-hmm. just a grid, uh, 2d6. Uh, each of the d6 is a different color, so it's pretty easy to read the grid. We were shockingly bad at it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, you say it's easy to read yeah. the grid, but it was not ever easy. Like, I could not. It was really hard. In it, was, it was easy, like, doing this podcast yeah, right now. And I want to say, and I want to just clarify that it was was easy but we just couldn't figure it like we're having issues with it but it is a very easy concept Mm -hmm, and a normal human being should be able to figure it out yeah you basically have three actions you have a card in front of you that Mm -hmm. tells you all of the actions that you can do uh it's pretty straightforward which is kind of nice like the the learning curve was just not that big on it yeah 
And you can try to take over these villages. You can destroy the villages. You can turn them into cities, and they're worth more points for you if you have a little uh, ownership token on them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you can also go and attack the the other dragons. Uh, That's the best part. It is a massive screw-your-buddy game. Like, if you like the—it's even more than Arcadia Quest, I would say. Absolutely. Oh, no. I I wouldn't say that. Because you're not directly taking victory points from someone if you kill them in Arcadia Quest. Whereas in this, it is a swing. So if I steal three gold from you— that is a straight six victory point swing because gold is victory points in this game. But in Arcadia Quest, I will kill someone for no reason, and it will damage their game plan for no reason. But it, but it's the, also fun. Exactly. <laughs> but in, but in this game, I'm doing it for my own benefit. That in is Arcadia true. Quest, I'm doing it for because I don't want to waste an action. Mm. So I'll kill all three of your guys. It is incredibly swinging. Like at one point, I think someone was almost twenty points ahead, and then they ended up getting second. Yeah, that it guy's really, name was Dave Hubbard. Oh no! You got, no no no! I was never that far yeah. ahead. Uh, you were you were ahead in that first second, game, the and then we game. we bullied you. Oh, I got bullied. Not you got, you got it got really bullied. matters. It really matters. Your so the last place person picks who goes first, mm-hmm. and of course you always want to go last in this game because you can affect you, a lot of things. You also score victory points or gold slash yeah. gold. Yeah, the like end life. of every round. Mm-hmm. So if you go last, then you have the chance to make sure you're taking control of villages and cities from another player. And then when they score, you're the one who owns them. Right. So, Which is yeah. kind of a cool balance thing mm-hmm. because it is really, yeah, it yeah. keeps you. It doesn't let you just keep getting annihilated by, <laughs> by oh, the turn order. If turn order did not change, that game would be broken. Oh, it'd be terrible. Yeah. It'd be mm-hmm. terrible. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you would have a really hard time stopping other people from doing literally anything. Mm-hmm. And so giving the ability to choose order to last place makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense it's it's a decent catch-up mechanic but i mean at the end of the day if two of you decide that one of you is not going to win one of you is not going to win but i'm not saying that's a bad thing like yeah. that is how screw your brother your, your friend games work yeah mm-hmm. um it is very straightforward there's a, a giant deck of cards and they all add a bunch of powers so that's your sort of extra interestingness as opposed to just your actions yeah, what i thought was interesting too is in this game it does not take an action to play a card no, it doesn't. So yeah. in most games, I, I feel like most games, and to play a card, which gives you a power, is an action. And these cards can be pretty powerful. Oh, they could powerful. change a lot it's of like stuff. It's like free movement. You can just fly to places. You can move the thief token around the you board can, so that it's closer to you to loot. You right, can you, take over every village around you, which is yeah, which huge. Is like That's a, huge. Which is a crazy I mean, card. But you had a huge swing that doing that, Dan. You got, like, what? Was it, like, six villages that way? Yeah, but it, then, like, <laughs> yeah. pretty soon after that, well, yeah, someone I'm did just, the same I'm just saying, me like, and it, then burned down a bunch of my villages. Oh, I did that. I catapulted. That was the second game. Yeah, that was the Barbarian. No, before that, Chris, the last game, Chris, I had a bunch of things, and then mm-hmm. Chris took over three. Or no, you took over a bunch, and then Chris burned a bunch down, oh, and then right. I had zero. There's yeah. a card. Oh, this game's stupid. There's a if you destroy a village or city, then you get gold for it. Uh, and there's a card that just basically is rampage. So yeah. you just yeah. destroy everything you walk over, oh, as yep. opposed it's, to having. Oh yeah, the, the lay waste card. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a great card. And a, <laughs> hey, lay waste games. Yeah. 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 Oh wait a minute. Oh man. Oh, man. I like I'm, this. I'm digging it. I, I like the chutzpah. That yeah. breaks my immersion more than a Stan Lee cameo. Yeah, so, <laughs> so Chris got the metal version. So all the dragons are metal and mm-hmm. the dice are metal. Mm-hmm. There, the standard version comes with like plat- still good components. Oh yeah, still versions, very attractive. But components. he got all the metal. <laughs> they had a good it's hand. Weird. They had a good eye feel. <laughs> a good they had a good hand feel. They did have a good hand feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The metal ones have a good hand feel because they're heavy. Yeah. Those metal dice, though, they the, the color was not different enough on them. The color That's was not I'll different say. enough, mm-hmm. and the one was a skull. And for like our roll-off to see who goes first, we thought that was a six. Because mm-hmm. that makes sense to us. Yeah, to us. <laughs> Until someone rolled a six, and then we went, oh, oh. wait a minute. That skull might be a one. <laughs> us dum-dums didn't even yeah. look at the size yeah, of the why dice. Why bother looking? I'll make an assumption. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it is really yeah. So we played the base game, and then the expansion adds the rogue and, and the, barbarian. the barbarian, barbarian, which yeah. you could just you don't have to have four dragons, and then you can add those. So those are also player characters. So in the second game, Chris and I were dragons, and then Mark was the rogue, and Dave was the barbarian, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they they play really different. Oh, they so different. totally different. Yeah, than the dragons. Yeah. I had a but, ship instead of a cave. I guess my only complaint with that is a lot of the powers as a dragon don't affect the rogue or the thing. So like, mm-hmm. no, so right. I had something that affected another dragon, but Chris was the only other dragon, and he never came near me. So it was just like Mark and Dave messing with us, at like each of us, Chris yeah. and I. Yeah. And then some of our powers didn't work because so we I, I had cards that I couldn't use because they just didn't work on you guys yeah like that one time i just dug a tunnel into your dug cave. A tunnel into my cave and i had a um, booby trap that worked on other dragons but in the rule book it said specifically only on other dragons yeah. I'm like, all right like but yeah. that's not my problem right now there's a stupid rogue in my <laughs> your house your problem is this bilbo after your, <laughs> yeah. after your gold he right jammed himself in here Ooh, i'm a burglar <laughs> i'm a burglar <laughs> Uh, that game was it was fun. It's easy to teach. Uh, it is definitely. I mean, I hope the dice go your way at the end of the at the end of the day. Yeah, that was the other par- interesting part. Whenever you go to score mm-hmm. like gold vict- or victory points, uh, you have to roll a die to see what your tribute is going to be uh, that the towns give you as the dragon. And there is like one that's like you you, uh, a, you don't you get lose. any gold. Yeah. There's uh, one. There's like th- if you roll a one. Yeah, if you, you roll a one, you, you lose, lose a, a claim. Yeah, yeah. They just revolt against you. Yeah. A What's two, you saying? get nothing. Three, four, five, you get a, like a one for like a, a standard, like a standard, standard payout. Story. And then six is like you. They really love that. Yeah, they yeah. get so. And so purely, like you can play strategically. You can do well, I guess. You can get a bunch of towns, and then you just roll a dice. Yeah. And if you roll a one, well, screw you. You you lose a village, and you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no gold oh but did you roll a six then you get a ton of uh gold which is victory points and there's so. mm-hmm. and there's cards that mitigate all mm-hmm. that but oh yeah bit. like there's the intimidate card there's the intimidate for the card, yeah. which yeah. just lets you score average on all your things mm-hmm. yeah but for the dragons for the dragons so yeah. yeah i mean there's cards that mitigate mm-hmm. it. but i mean it's still in that game if you don't play strategically you will also lose no oh, matter yeah. how bad your your thing or, yeah. rolls or you could play flawlessly and still lose or you could play well and win i like it's it is a game yeah it is, it is a, a game. game yeah it is a game <laughs> And it is dependent on what other players do to you also in the game. Very much. Yes. And especially in this game. If you're very much in the lead, you are definitely going to get gone after. But that also makes sense. That is how the game's designed. Yeah, because you are taking victory points from that person and giving them to you. Mm -hmm. So I need need those victory points. I need them. I need them victory points. I will walk around by and pickpocket that dragon. Don't (laughs) think I won't. There's there's a thief, too, that you can rob, sort of an NPC, I guess you could say. And the first game we played, it was a four-player game, and the thief ended with more gold than I yeah. had. So I technically feel like I came in fifth out of, out of four, four players. players. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, that, yep. that was a rough go for you. And then and then we also played that a little wrong. The thief is supposed to move, but it just sat next to Mark the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so just, I treated it just like a Mario block. Yep, I yeah. just Every turn, I was like, ding, ding, and ding, I'll ding, ding. And yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, thank you. That's great. And I'll take that. Perfect. All right, let's talk about the game that makes Chris the maddest, and that is Root. Yeah, so... Maddest, now, maddest or saddest? Oh, sa- yes. So here's what happened. <laughs> so we were walking around the convention and we see the developers of Root and they have a big pile of games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was sizable. Probably a hundred. Taller yeah. than me. A yeah. lot, lot of Roots. Huge Roots. And I had wanted this game since Gen Con and because I'm a coward, I was just like, oh, I can't buy it because I have a play. I don't know. <laughs> this game has like huge reviews. People love this game and I'm like, I, I buy games all the time without knowing much about them. Mm-hmm. But today, yeah. I'm like, 
no i can't <laughs> so i so pax has this huge game library so mm-hmm. and we see root in there like oh great this and there was like a, what four there was i think three copies three copies of root just hanging out yeah and so i was like this is great well t- chris really wants to play it uh mark and dave were totally into yeah. play it so yeah, we're we, down we like learn the rules and root does an amazing thing with their rules they have a rule book and then they have rules reference which is great but they said in the very beginning of the rules hey if you want to learn to play this game without reading all the rules just use the quick play uh, sheet and it will tell you how to play the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. L- literally hold your hand through the first two mm-hmm. rounds. You don't even roll dice. It tells you what dice you got, the, which <laughs> yeah, results yeah. you got. You do exactly what it says. You do says. exactly what it says for two rounds. I go, okay, fine. So in Root, there, there is a forest. Mm-hmm. Beautiful forest. And it is in tor- turmoil. Is it the same forest we grew in photosynthesis? We, we're like going to we're gonna say yes. Okay. yes. I like to think it is. <laughs> sure. But we didn't clear cut it this time. We yeah. Well, maybe we did because that's probably over years. Oh, my gosh. I'm just hitting this microphone. <laughs> uh, Shared universe. There is four different factions, and mm-hmm. every faction plays drastically different. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's Marquis de Cat. Yep. Which that was is, you. That was me. So Marquis de Cat, they have already conquered the forest, and they are just trying to set up an infrastructure. They're putting up recruiting stations. They're making sawmills. They're making uh, workshops, and they're just building up. Mm-hmm. So they're just trying to lay down the infrastructure. And you start with cats everywhere. Cats because you already won. You yeah. already won the war. You've already, yeah, you've won. <laughs> I done won the war. So then there is the the bird uh, people, the Irie dynasty, dynasty, yeah. Yeah. Irie dynasty, Irie dynasty. So these are like bluebirds, or or I, they all look like bluebirds. They but, look like ravens, but blue. Yeah, to yeah. So they're some type of bird. And the commanders are like owls and eagles, yeah. and mm-hmm. that, all very regal birds. Right. So they <laughs> they're, so, they're basically the monarchy. Yeah. They're, exactly. Yeah. Like, and they're trying to regain power. So they they are out for war. They're trying to gain back their old whatever. But they also do it through royal edicts. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Royal edicts, which you must follow. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you don't, you lose victory points. Your leader gets to post. Mm-hmm. So you have to pick another leader. Yeah, what? because he didn't follow his edicts. Like, yeah. If you're going to make a law, sense. follow it. Follow it. You better follow it. <laughs> and then there, <laughs> then there is the Vagabond, which Dave was, which is literally just one raccoon. So I, that was a ton of fun. Um, I, so everyone else has all of these like territories and these armies, and they're trying to march out. And then there's me. I just have my little raccoon guy, and I'm just sort of like solo questing. I'm <laughs> just like walk, yeah. walking around. The board. I don't care who owns what. I'm mm. walking on the board. I'm going dungeon spelunking and <laughs> playing fun. all sides, yeah, man. Find it, and then I'm I can help out whoever I want. And one of my favorite things about that was um, I can basically make allies with any of the people. They don't get say in that. Yeah, yeah no, like, you are my ally. No, <laughs> I don't understand. I you hand are my you ally. I hand you a card from my hand, and if you have an item that you've crafted, uh, which only only the rogue can use the items. It's not like I'm stealing anything yeah, useful. So each, right. each of the four or each of the other three factions can make these items. Mm-hmm. But they're only trade bait for the raccoon. Yeah, because I, I, they can't use them at all. But I can. Uh, all of my actions were based on me having these items. So I would hand a card to someone and be like, hey, man, we're better allies now. Give me that item. And yeah. it just happens. Mm-hmm. We are better allies whether they like it or but not. But all the other. So the cards aren't very useful for you. Mm-hmm. But the cards are really useful for everyone else. Mm-hmm. So like my guys could use the workshops to do the do what the cards say. Mm-hmm. And they'll give you victory points. They'll give you Yeah, they'll cards, give you victory they'll... points, cards. They can let me have continuing actions like i had one that let me um activate a fight at the beginning of my turn for free oh that's oh, right yeah you definitely use that against me yeah, yeah. it's just the thing i always had <laughs> yeah and so chris uses the cards as more troops and things mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. and mark used the cards to um it's basically yeah followers for gaining his rebellion. supporters yeah. yeah talk about your faction so i played the woodland 
alliance. Uh, we were like the um, like the oppressed like mice and yeah, you foxes. Are the Star Wars rebels. Yeah, the yeah. peasants. We are the, the rebel universe. scum. Yeah, and uh, it's it's really super interesting the way they they decided to do like the rebellion because it makes a lot of sense. You don't have the infrastructure to make your own things. What you're doing is you're trying to drum up sympathy throughout the forest to ha- like have them give you supplies, or you're trying to help them you know do revolts or just all kinds of stuff to mess with the other more dynastic players. Well, those cats and those birds are very oppressive. They toward, are. The cats scratch you. No. The birds peck you. I was making workshops. <laughs> yeah. I was making sawmills. But, but at what price, Dan? I believe there was the a lot of child of labor. The price of mouse blood. I'm trying to make everything better <laughs> for the cats. <laughs> Yeah, I, I kind of think like, because all of the factions play so differently, I sort of feel mm-hmm. like we should just go faction by faction. Like for the cats, it's yeah. So the cats, and to say these play differently, like they don't even play differently. They have total different sets of rules. Yeah, yes, do. like every faction has different actions they can take, different things. So mm-hmm. there's three, there's three things during the day. There is bird song, which is like dawn. Yep. Yeah, dawn, and then there's daytime. Which is when you do the bulk of your actions. Yeah, the, which is all where most of your actions are. And then there's nighttime or dawn or, or, or dusk or whatever they called it. Mm-hmm. For the for the cats, the Marquita cats, the thing they did at dawn at Birdsong is they made wood from their sawmills. Mm-hmm. So all of my sawmills produce wood. Mm-hmm. And then I have three actions to do during the day. I can build more things, which is taking a token off my board, which gives me victory points. So I take a token off my board and place it on an empty slot on somewhere I rule, have the most characters, and then that gives me a victory point or however many victory points I had uncovered. So it's mm-hmm. it increases as the more things I build. And the flip side of that is if we destroyed one of those, yeah. you lost those victory yeah, points. And it, yeah, that thing goes back to my board. And like at some point, at one point, I had like zero workshops on the board and they were just all, all on my little player board. Board, so mm-hmm. I didn't have any victory points for them. So I can build with my workshops. I can, of course, fight. I can recruit. And when you recruit, you you can only recruit one time a one time a turn. But when you recruit, you recruit to all your recruiting stations. Mm-hmm. So I was mm-hmm. getting a ton, especially towards the end. I was oh, getting man. like five or six cats. Yeah, because you had doubled up on recruiting stations <laughs> in like one of win. those. Yeah, jokes on you. I thought I was going to win that. <laughs> so <laughs> basically, that's most of my actions. I can move. I can attack. I mm-hmm. I could do my the Marquis de Cat is like the most basic faction. It is the easiest to do. It um, mine was pretty easy too, though. Yeah, uh, just because I'm yeah, one I dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you only have one dude, but you had like the economy of flipping tokens mm-hmm. and re- flipping tokens. I was exhausted. I, I just build stuff or fight. Those were my basic options. Yeah. I felt very much like I was playing an RPG character that I was leveling up. Like I didn't. That's pretty apt actually. Yeah. It's not that I got experience points, but I literally had quests. I'm on quest deck. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how the Vagabond wins, right? You have to like cover yourself in glory. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I have to be known in the forest. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And see the cats, the cats are basically, you're like uh, uh, city builders. Mm -hmm. Like that is what you're doing. You're You're just trying to build economy. You're playing SimCity. I'm playing SimCity. I was was playing some sort of RPG by myself. Mark is over here. I don't know what you were playing. Oh, boy. I I was just like causing problems. (laughs) You were playing the troll. I was a little bad boys of PAX 2018. (laughs) Just raising a little hell, you know, doing our thing. And and then I felt like uh, more than anyone, Chris was sort of playing the worker placement. That was an engine builder. I was going to say 100%. That was like a programming engine builder type thing. I think Chris's and Mark's were definitely the hardest characters to play. The yeah, 
hardest factions to play. Mm -hmm. They had so many working mm -hmm. parts. Uh, I could kind of see what Mark was doing a little bit, but Chris, like, Chris was so pigeonholed by where he put his cards, yeah. and and you have to do those. Yeah. Like, you have to, wherever you put stuff, you, like, that is what, so you, he's attacking people because he had no choice. Yeah, mm -hmm. you always add one, at least one card. You have right. to always add at least one card to your, your edict track. Right. Yeah, and so then, yeah, oh, sorry. No, no, you're good. Go and ahead. And then, uh, basically, whatever you add is a thing you have to do each turn. Right. And in each, like, you get this hand of cards, and each card has a different, like, emblem and color. Yeah, like, it's there's like foxes, a bunny. there's hares, there's uh, mice, there's okay. birds. Birds are wild. Birds are wild. So we, birds can do whatever they want to do because they can fly from tree to tree. Mm -hmm. So he had all of this, like, lined up, and he had, had all these, like, bird cards just lined up on each. Thing. He could, like, he had to move, he had to build, he had to uh, recruit new birds into yeah. the roosts um, and he had to do it every time and he had to fight like those were he had to do all of these things and anytime he added something new he had to be able to make sure he could do that at least for the next couple turns right and if he didn't do it that's when they went into re uh, not revolt uh, uh, turmoil turmoil and the guy gets deposed yep. and mm -hmm. he adds a new leader you, and that new leader has different edicts and right. part of the problem with that too is you lose a victory point you for every bird up. card in your tableau yeah, right. so as much as they're you're wild so they're good to play they mm -hmm. hurt you so much much more he, he lost a lot side. of victory points that mm -hmm. the one time he had to go into turmoil with uh oh what was that bird it doesn't matter oh, I don't remember, yeah, yeah. But, but he definitely drew into the owl and then lost like a ton of like Ber burdicus yeah, bird <laughs> <laughs> i am burdicus i am burdicus <laughs> he still won that game so yeah he did win that game so there's so, a mechanic in it where instead of getting to 30 victory points first making you the winner mm -hmm. once you're past 10 victory points there are cards that come out dominance um, cards yeah that mm -hmm. if you play it it changes your victory condition yeah you take your you literally take your token off the, the victory, victory Victory point track. track. Yep. You take it off that victory point track, and you no longer get victory points like you were previously getting victory points. Right. You, you no are, longer get victory points. You yeah. are now trying to hold sections of the forest. Yeah. So this is where I'm in my tactical <laughs> error. Yeah. So I was in it with Chris victory point wise. Like mm -hmm. I was oh, yeah. collecting a lot of victory points, and then I caught a card that said, "If I hold three bunny areas, I will win the game." Mm -hmm. And all I have to do is hold it for a round, essentially. And mm -hmm. I go, "No problem." But you have to have it at the beginning. At the beginning of, of your my turn. next turn. Yeah. And you had, I would say, probably what, like 20 cats? I had almost all my cats out. Mm -hmm. I think at one point I only had like four reserve cats left. There was a major cat I had push. a lot of yeah. guys. And that's what, because that's what I was doing. I had one way back where I started and then I took another one. Mark luckily just abandoned one. So I took that. Mm -hmm. And then there was a lot of people in the third one. So I rushed all my guys in and gave myself dominance. And then obviously people don't just want to let someone else win. <laughs> like a bunch of jerks so they <laughs> decide to play the game like they're supposed to and everybody came in and attacked me oh and, it was a, yeah. but at that point I, so i got so whittled down and at that point i couldn't do much to get myself back up and mm -hmm. i'm no longer on the xp track and it, it didn't help either that while this all this fighting was going on so one of the woodland alliances uh features is during their birdsong phase they can raise sympathy in other parts of the forest so <laughs> I, all all eyes are on this um, this huge battle going on in the middle of the the forest, and while the cat's away, man, the mice will play. So that's what we did. Like I, I basically raised all the sympathy, and then the next turn, you didn't clear off the one just because you didn't see. I it. I didn't see it, but and then, I mean, I it didn't it didn't affect me in the long run. Like I would have eventually got those yeah. guys over there, but they all died, and I was very shocked by they, it. They did not die. They revolted. Yeah, yeah they yeah, became so, they became my enemy. Yeah, we we basically revolted the city, and we raised all of your buildings and killed whatever cats you had stationed there it was like the end of aristocats when all the cats are very angry yeah everybody doesn't want to be a cat <laughs> 
And then, uh, yeah, it, like it's it was such a huge swing in the play. Well, and so then I, my dumb move, which I <laughs> yeah. don't regret at all because it was a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. We, <laughs> I got my, as the rogue, the uh, cards that change your victory condition all do the same thing for me. So the most of the cards would be like, um, hold territory on opposite sides of the board or mm-hmm. hold three bunny territory mm-hmm. or whatever. But I can't hold territory. What I can do is form a coalition. Right. Mm-hmm. So I once again, you, the other faction, you doesn't have a choice say. in this. It's not a negotiation. I just declare that I have and, formed and a coalition. And you know what's so funny? Like I just even like looking at a real life raccoon, I could see it doing something like this. <laughs> yeah, like, totally. like I am in a coalition with that guy, and the guy's like, "What? What? <laughs> are we? Are you serious? Like, no, we are. We yeah. are. No. Uh, so I, you can form a coalition, and as the raccoon, that means that you take your victory point tracker off the victory point track. So I can't can't earn victory points anymore and then i just drop it onto another faction's victory point or uh card the one in last place yeah, and it's, yeah. yeah it's the one and mm-hmm. i now only win if they win but the catch is it has to be the one in last place so right. mark was very in last place like it wasn't yeah. really even close no yeah, well at that point i think mark didn't catch on to because his like was a little more in depth and yeah. getting stuff it, it, the strategy was much harder because like you don't right because the way it works is you have all of these cards like everyone else has like a hard hand limit Mm-hmm. And the Woodland Alliance, like you don't have that same limit. The way you basically earn victory points is to raise sympathy in the forest. So right. to do that, you have to have matching cards of each suite in your <laughs> in your supporters deck. So like part of your deal is just like discarding people out of your supporters deck and then raising sympathy like to wherever you think it might not be stamped out so right. that you can revolt the next turn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can stamp out the sympathy by just giving him a matching card, but that that in turn like gives him more cards. <laughs> that but is there's no sympathy in your your mm-hmm. area yeah. anymore so it is kind of give and take my way to victory is so simple like just build more stuff get mm-hmm. the stuff off my board and i get victory points mm-hmm. like it's so straight ahead and same thing with chris is just like get out his nest and you get victory points yeah, yeah. So, every turn yeah so chris and i jump out to a huge lead because ours are so simple to see it's not it wasn't the same for mark so yeah, he it, was in it last was, it was just so weird because like i'm so used to playing in such a straightforward way it's mm-hmm. like hey get out there march and that's the other thing too about the woodland alliance your your troops like you have fewer numbers of troops and you can only do military actions to the amount of how many officers that you have managed to train Mm -hmm. so like whatever animals you recruit into the woodland alliance they go they become officers and then your troops on the board can only move uh like if i think the most the most maneuvers i ever had was three yeah yeah it's it's like a balancing act you have to use those same cards that you're using to train officers to also raise support throughout the woods and it's definitely a talent it's like a, a very tough balancing act but when it goes right, it's it feels so good. Oh man! And yeah. then once once I joined, I made a coalition with yeah. you. Once I made you my coalition partner, then my game completely changed because I went from playing a solo RPG basically mm-hmm. to uh, a co-op with you, yeah. where my whole goal was just to try to murder Dan and Chris <laughs> as much as possible. Yeah, and, and big, I did a lot of damage too, for sure. But the biggest problem was is that when you made coalitions with him, you guys were kind of far behind, and we were getting mm-hmm. towards the end game mm-hmm. that you. You could no longer like try to win for yourself. No. You had to try to stop everyone else from winning. Right, right. and that's right. all. I, that's all we did for the past probably five turns, like the last five yeah. turns of the game. We yeah. didn't help. We didn't help us. Us meaning you. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was really close to winning, and then I got knocked down, and then I got knocked down a couple more times, and then Chris got real close to winning. Mm-hmm. So now I avoided. Uh, like I wasn't in, trying to win anymore. Now I'm also trying to stop Chris from winning. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. Well, Dan's not going to win for at least a turn or two. Yeah. I'm running to the other side. 
side of the board desperately trying to stop yeah me. but yeah. It, by that point half my equipment was damaged yeah. and i couldn't do much um and all of this to say and anyway this is my opinion all of this to say i had a blast a great game i yeah. just learned having played the game with you guys mm-hmm. i just learned a lot more about how that game actually worked for you right now listening to you talk mm-hmm. yeah yeah the, because the, the game i played wasn't the same game yeah you it's played. and that's what's so interesting and the best part about this game so none of us here are big fans of cry havoc and <laughs> cry havoc has different factions and um it's it's very much like in the same vein like it's asymmetric warfare absolutely mm-hmm. it's yeah. asymmetric warfare and like each faction does a different thing but in cry havoc you're so pigeon-toed in how you have to play your characters pigeonholed pi- is it what i say pigeon-toed. <laughs> oh, i think we've, done I this think we've had yeah. this conversation before <laughs> I'll never i love stop it i love saying it <laughs> yeah, yeah keep going uh because pigeons have toes so obviously <laughs> so um but you're so like you have to play that way and mm-hmm. if you don't play that way you win but also cry havoc is broken with the humans in a three-player game so oh, the absolutely. humans will always win that three-player game at, at least as far as we could at see. least we uh, yeah so it wasn't interested but with root it was so balanced like everything was so balanced and that we, it, it was just perfect absolutely and we talked about that in the beginning of the game too as our fear like yeah because yeah. we were remembering our games of cry havoc and going where once again we're so different as gameplay styles i wonder if a one of us will have a massive advantage and b if i get to feel like i'm playing this game or I'm just doing the only thing that my faction can really mm-hmm. do. Right. I obviously had to do buildings. Like, mm-hmm. that is how I get victory points. But it, that was not the only thing that I could do. There was so much more I could do. Other, I could go screw with other people. <laughs> yeah, I could, could build up a huge army and just fight a bunch of people. I could do mm-hmm. that if I wanted. If you destroy other people's stuff, you get victory points. You get points. victory yeah. points. Yeah. So that is a way for me to do it. Or, or I could just sit back in Euro and build all these buildings and you, protect them. Yeah, you could try. Just, yeah, it was, just, it was so interesting of a game. Mm-hmm. And we only played it once. And I, I wish we would have been able to play it again, but then it, it got so busy at PAX that the the copies just kept getting checked mm, out and yeah. we never got a chance. And so we said all of that to say this. We were so hyped that the game was so great. We immediately went back to the booth to buy it and they were just sold out. They yeah, just <laughs> yeah. sold out the yep. copies. And like minutes oh, before. Like minutes before. I was so upset. To the point, I'm like looking on eBay and stuff, but the I just can't pull the trick. I can't. The game's sixty bucks. I can't pay one hundred and twenty dollars yeah, for it. Yeah. Like I just can't. Too much. Yeah. And it'll be out in January, so it's not mm-hmm. months away. It is. It is. Just yeah. A couple the, of weeks. the hype is real. Like this is this is so good. This it is was for fun. sure. Like the the gaming highlight of PAX for I, me. For me too. For I me would too. very much like to play it at other player counts though. Like we played the one game at the four player count and it right. was so much fun. And I'm just curious to see how the gameplay so, changes. So it tells you exactly what players oh, are unavailable. I so, saw that in yeah, the back of the Vagabond book. if on three players, no Vagabond. Yeah, which and, makes mm-hmm. sense. Well, yeah, because he's he plays so different mm-hmm. than everything. Yeah. So yeah, it was for me definitely the highlight. Like that that game was so, so good that I, I'm very sad I did not just buy it. It, it was the most fun I had playing any game at PAX, and I lost by the second most of any game we played at PAX. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, it's just such a solid game. I can't I can't say enough good stuff about well, this and game. And I, I just want to play the other factions. Like, I had so much yeah. fun as the rogue, mm-hmm. um, and I don't want to just stick there. Like, I want to know what, what it's like to be you. I want to know what it's like to be you. You want to walk a like? mile in the other mouse's shoes. No, yeah. no, I want to be a cat. Oh. Everybody wow. cat wants people, to be cat a cat. Cat people are cool. <laughs> they were yeah. fun. Yeah. I 
I made a huge tactical error. <laughs> that's fine, you know. It's fine, and that's what I kind of wanted to see what the dominance was all about, mm-hmm. like what, and it, it like now I have to win that way, and so that's an interesting. So all my workshops were gone, and I didn't care because I didn't need them anymore. I don't need them anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need like, to kill bunnies <laughs> and birds. <laughs> I need to kill them. I don't and, need workshops. And maybe destroy that little raccoon stuff. Now, yeah. See, I just went. I went right from making a prosperous economy to like, okay, you've asked for this. Now I have to kill you all. And that's part of why I think your your little underlings were revolting. Is that you, you know, at I least they had jobs. No, Dave, you, I don't they see had it that jobs, way. Yeah. I don't see it that way. And then you destroyed the economy for war, for bloodlust. No, I destroyed the economy because of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so cool because like when you, the game starts, the cats have just like, they're everywhere. Like there's one they, cat in they, most Everywhere clearings. but one. Yeah. Everybody, everywhere but one clearing. And as the game goes on, I think that even says this on the box it's like oh a game of asymmetrical swift warfare in the yeah. in the forest and it, it's truly it's true because like the birds expanded so quickly so fast mm-hmm. it cut the board in half yeah sure. it basically you had cats on one side birds on the other and then the vagabond just, I'm just, do, doing, just, doing, just doing his thing through yeah just doing his thing out there in the forest yeah, and then and the, the mice just spreading nasty rumors about the two ruling parties <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm just making friends whether they want it or not yeah <laughs> yeah it's hey it's, uh, i see you have some boots i have have this card let's trade no you don't have a choice hey i see you have boots i have feet, <laughs> yeah, I have feet. let's trade yeah it, it, it's fantastic guys i can't like i said I, yeah, I, can't, I, can't, I don't have enough nice things to say I really about this game i can't wait to get my hands on it and dig a little deeper and there's expansion already out the river folk expansion the, the, oh, beavers. Really? the beavers and the lizards and yeah the, the beavers folk. are like the river folk like traders yeah like ferengi and then the lizards are, are trying to like yeah. they're like a death cult <laughs> trying to raise the dragon or oh really that's yeah. pretty amazing yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, sign me up, please. Yep. So yeah, that game is. Oh, I just, I wish I could. I wish I wasn't such a baby. It's over sixty dollars. Like, yeah, I spend so much money on games, and sixty dollars I like poo pooed at. <laughs> An idiot. My favorite thing ever is our, our buddy Chris got so so bummed out by this. So he was dead. And any time he saw a copy of it in play, he was just like he would reach out and just be like, well, and come here, please. That's the best part. We're, so we were riding home in our Uber for like the final day at PAX, and we are crammed in the back of a car and i just hear like a a sigh (laughs) and i kind of look over and chris has a picture of root up on his phone and he's just staring at it it's like man you're doing this to yourself like come on he he made it his lock screen yeah he did make it his lock screen and the game was great but like you i can wait a month like all i know is that his lock screen used to be his fiance yeah nope and now it is root no waste of time now it's the great clearing standoff yeah of Uh, pax 2018 it's such a good game Mm -hmm. everybody should buy it in january apparently you could pre-order it now <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah that was uh, that was most of pax i mean when you walk around the convention hall it is nothing like the size of gen con it's very uh, it's approachable it's intimate yeah like i <laughs> felt like i actually saw everything i felt it's like i didn't nerd miss chic. out yeah it's it's so novu nerd chic. <laughs> <laughs> well and it's got that new con smell mm, yeah yeah and mm. sunday so saturday was more busy or busier busier yes busier than saturday was busier more busier than sunday <laughs> <laughs> So many much more busy. Much many uh, more busies people in the Saturday than Sunday. So so Sunday it was easier to walk around. Good thing we didn't choose a medium where we just speak. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, Sunday was was easier to walk around. More easy or easier <laughs> to walk around and um, see games and mm-hmm. and see some games that you're not familiar with. 
Mm-hmm. And what I was talking to Mark about, so CMON and um, FFG, Fantasy Flight Games, were right next to each other. Yeah, Cool Mini or Not, Fantasy cool, Flight Games. Yeah, no, it's called CMON now. Cool oh, Mini. they oh, changed it? Really? Cool Mini or Not is a website where you can post your minis oh. that are painted. So oh. CMON is the gaming side of that company. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so, Didn't uh, know that. You stupids. Uh, so, <laughs> Correct. Fair. So, so Fantasy Flight Games and CMON at PAX, very small. Like mm-hmm. CMON had a few things that you could demo, and then FFG only had Keyforge basically that you could mm-hmm. play. That was and a long not line even, too. Not even buy though. Just not even demo. buy. There was nowhere to buy yeah. Keyforge there, which is I, I don't know, crazy. But <laughs> I'm sure they make talk. plenty of money. But um, <laughs> but at Gen Con they have huge booths. Mm-hmm. Their booths are enormous. So it's funny. It's not funny. It's interesting to see these huge companies have smaller booths, and then a lot of the indie companies have bigger booths there because yeah. you, there's just more, more real estate available. And it's probably easier to get at PAX than it is at Gen Con. Well, and I'm sure it's cheaper, too, just because sure. competition is not mm-hmm. for sure. as yeah. high. So, so that's what I kind of like seeing. And you, it's like hit or miss with, with indie games. And sometimes you could just tell if you're not going to like an indie game or or not even indie game, but a game in general. But Yeah. Yeah, walking around, it's it's always fun to demo things just because, just like, demo... It, but it's also hard to understand sometimes if it's a complex game because mm-hmm. you get like 10 minutes. You get, you know, you and, get it like a taste of it. Mm-hmm. I feel like Fog of Love, there's this huge Fog of Love booth. Which that I, was I love that game. All done up game. in like beautiful like pastel balloons. Oh, yeah. And they had you the balloons see it like across. Like you could see it like across the mm-hmm. convention hall. But you couldn't buy any there because that's a Walmart exclusive. Yeah, because they, they signed a deal to only sell through Wal- yeah. Walmart. Out of stock so. right now. They do have the uh, expansions for Fog of Love out. So they have um, the new expansion that's like uh, the Spirit World. Paranormal. Oh, Paranormal yeah. Romance. Romance yeah. or something it's, like that. It's out, but it's sold out at Walmart right now. So unfortunately. It's, it's really wild because they, they did like two uh, like LGBTQ mm-hmm. uh, expansions. And then out of nowhere, there's like, hey, ghosts need love and well, zoo. No, so, so, <laughs> so in the base box, in the Fog of Love base box, they have placards to separate those games already mm-hmm. so you will know what's coming mm-hmm. like everything oh, was already in that's there. pretty cool yeah, yeah so you kind of know like oh these are all expansions that are coming but i mean they're at walmart so yeah i don't know get it back in stock oh my gosh go on get it back in stock walmart <laughs> yeah, i'd like to play it with my girlfriend shark, walmart. Jeez. <laughs> listen to my complaints i can't talk call tony stark stark stock yeah but that i mean that's definitely my favorite part especially gen con's harder to walk up and demo games because of the amount of people that mm-hmm. are there but PAX yeah, is for much sure. more accessible it's it's more approachable uh well, and, and the good. game library at pax is free it's in, well it's, it's included, included yeah. in your thing, yeah but yeah. but yeah you have to pay for your time at gen con mm-hmm. and it's not crazy it's nothing crazy but uh, i think it's like six bucks a person per four hours for or four hours yeah, yeah, yeah which isn't which isn't crazy but, but it still. is also like i pay yeah. more for gen con also, I, also oh, <laughs> the the amount of table space to just free play games from the board game library or whatever you brought mm-hmm. with you at mm-hmm. PAX is like three times the size it yeah. was at Gen Con. And at Gen Con, that section was on the stadium floor of what 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 is that football? Lucas team? Oil Stadium. Lucas Field. Yeah. Yep. It's but it's on the it's on the like the field of that stadium that mm-hmm. you just said. So <laughs> we both agreed that it was Lucas something. It's Lucas true. Lucas something something Andrew Luck hurt yeah, himself. Andrew here. Luck <laughs> Memorial Shoulder also, Field. Thanks a lot for nothing, Andrew Luck. Yeah, with thanks. your nine and a half point oh, fantasy Mark's football. Mark's game. so bitter. Oh, uh, never mind. I've lost half our audience now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. these guys watch sports? No, thank you. <laughs> Fantasy football, the ultimate deck builder. <laughs> <laughs> I play a human deck builder. 
<laughs> the luck mechanic is if they get injured. Yeah, yeah. exactly. No, um, that. So you, you're right there, which I always thought was crazy. It seems like less people just sit down to play games at Gen Con than mm-hmm. at PAX, and pa- yeah. all the tables at PAX were just so packed. Yes, yeah. Especially Saturday. Crack S- researcher oh, Candace yeah. Hubbard has informed me it is Lucas Oil Stadium. Oh, you're That's right. Exactly. You're right. right you're right, Dan. Good job. I was wrong, Good job, Daniel. Yeah, I you know, know the sports ball. I I know all about stadium names. <laughs> I'm going to start doing a news ticker every time Candy comes over here. (laughs) So Saturday afternoon, after we had our root fiasco when we tried to go buy it, and then we walked around for a little bit, and we were going to play another game, but it was Mm -hmm. so packed. Mm -hmm. You couldn't even find seats. And And there was thousands of seats. So many seats. Which is great. I mean, it's great to see. Yeah, it's really awesome. So we just went home and played board games. Well, Mm -hmm. it was cool to see, too. Even when we sat down and played, uh, I think it was Dragoon, there was a guy who sat down a couple of seats uh, away from us, and he just sat down by himself put a cone up uh, oh, the, yeah. c- the cone that means looking for players and then just started setting up a game mm-hmm. all by himself mm-hmm. and he set it up and within a couple of minutes someone wandered well, all over yeah. sat down with this total stranger and he taught that guy how to play whatever right. game it was he wanted and to play see, this is so this is totally me but i could never do that because i'm afraid of strangers <laughs> so like i, I promise like, and i always think about it so when we were today we were walking over to look at what games were in the library and there was guys holding up a uh, looking for group cone and and dead of winter and i love dead of winter it's like oh man i'd really like to play with those guys but i don't know them so i can't play with those guys <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah i have to play with my stupid friends and whatever stupid game they want to play <laughs> but that's my insecurities and yeah. that and that's why we're friends because dan will never branch out because dan can't yeah, you do know, better you can't, you can't get rid of me <laughs> yeah, he's, everyone else is a stranger so we're safe yeah yeah, yeah. stranger yeah. danger i know how things work yeah <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm walking over taking cookies from strangers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Charity cookies. I love them. That's good. Yeah. Uh, Overall, great experience. I love PAX. So PAX is um, in Philadelphia, like we said, PAX Unplugged. Uh, But check. I'm sure it'll be back next year. Oh, yeah. It was so so successful, I think, right? Mark and I met some guys from Arkansas. Kirk and Kane. Kirk and Kane. Kirk and Kane. I called them neither one of those names. Yeah, I called them (laughs) Dirk and Kay first. And then they corrected me, and they were Southern gentlemen. Yeah, we were like in the market, and they were talking, and I was trying to look at them and listen at the same time but mm-hmm. i could not hear them so yeah. i i he corrected me i think and i was just like okay bye <laughs> stranger <laughs> I, had, I had to like keep, i had to like hold dan's backpack to keep yeah. him from running off yeah he, I, I was talking to mark and then i turned around to look at him and he was talking to two strangers and my eyes just got wide and i tried to bolt <laughs> and he like grabbed onto my arm oh no you don't you get over here meet these two yeah. i'm like nice to meet you tim and fred yeah. and the funny thing about your stranger phobia is there couldn't be a place with more friendly nice people People. And that's the thing. So you can't help but run into people on these mm-hmm. cons, just like oh, yeah. accidentally bump into people. Mm-hmm. And everybody all apologizes. And I, of course, apologize. I'm not a monster. But so like, <laughs> so you apologize and everyone's like super friendly about it. Oh, oh yeah. my fault. No, super so nice. You're good. You're fine. And then, yeah. the, and then the second you walk out in the street and you meet other people who are not part of that convention, yeah. back to rude, angry people. <laughs> yeah. Mark met a very nice Buddhist that oh. sold him a beaded bracelet. If by well, nice you hold mean on. Con he extorted me. Yes. <laughs> he was like a lawful evil monk for sure. <laughs> I can say that because I play like a, a neutral monk in D and D, but I don't think that means you can say yeah. that. <laughs> uh, no, I think that makes me a monk, Dave. Oh, please, the monk's not listening. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they're but, not Amish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Maybe yeah, they are. It was good. It's, it's, he really got me on the, the. I'm wearing the the beads right now. They are my beads. Well, you of, paid for them. Yeah, I'm, these are my beads of temporary cool because I've done like three cool things since I've gotten them. It's true. But uh, yeah, I, I just came out of packs, and this is the problem: is they let me wander off by myself. We didn't was, let you no, do you anything. No, you did it. I just disappeared. Yeah, you go from packs being inside packs where like people are constantly handing you free things. Hey man, here's a yeah. promo card. Yeah, here's a promo card. Uh, use it to do jokes with your friends. Hey man. And, <laughs> hey man, here's a dice from white metal games yeah. that i just pulled out of my pocket oh wow it's good for you uh good plug for them too yeah, good good yeah, on them good uh, there's three people free. that listen hey sponsor us <laughs> <laughs> so anyway uh he hands me these beads and i just take them and then he's like oh donation and i was like okay i have two dollars and he flips open this notebook of like people's names and then denominations of money that they have given the oh, temple no. and like the first one the first two are like 20 20 40 and i was like you're not getting that much money from me i know so that these are supposed to help me find everlasting peace but i also but gotta not worth it i also <laughs> got to get me some ramen right now so so did he write down two dollars i think he probably oh, did i did no. not give him his name i it bet was, he didn't write down two dollars i bet that is the scam i think that i think it is but hey man you got to support uh support the buddhist i, I guess no, no i walked out and a woman oh, yeah. a woman buddhist tried you, to put something in my hand that was that was incredible you sandbagged that and then woman she looks up in my eyes she puts her hand back out as if to say now give me a donation i realized what had just happened because we just left packs and mm-hmm. promo cards i kept accepting things i realized what had happened and the second i did i go oh no yeah, and i just said, put it right <laughs> back no, in her goes, hand no i don't want this and he jammed it back in her hand and then walked off yeah. and i'm just and she's like a poor little buddhist woman and mm-hmm. uh i'm like what do you, why would you take that and he's like i thought it was a promo card i was like we are now outside <laughs> yeah, of packs yeah. in the street yeah. I, I hadn't made the mental shift yet right and that's my that's my deal man like if if you see me in the street and you hand me something i'm gonna take it and then after that like i owe you something now well it's like really the same thing happened with this mixtape in new york (laughs) it's easy to lose people in packs because you i mean people just stop it to look at something you keep walking now you're alone so Mm -hmm. many shiny things yeah so i text everywhere in a group chat and i text hey where are you guys and mark's only response was i'm outside and i don't (laughs) know like yeah i was like why why did you go outside like everything we need is inside and he's like uh, i don't know but now i have buddhist beads beads. they are gonna either help me find eternal peace or apple fritters one of the two yeah it got you neither (laughs) it's got me neither so far but i keep hoping yeah it was it's great Uh, but you should definitely attend um pax next year and and by next year, I'm sure we'll be a smash hit all over the country. Yeah, we'll be yeah. killing it. We'll have our own booth, and you can come demo our game that doesn't exist. I, yeah. I want to get our own booth next year for one reason, so that we just have a table to ourselves to play board games. Yeah, so I can go sit down every once yeah. in a while, yeah. and nobody yeah. can take my seat. <laughs> yeah, talk to people. They'd be like, what do you guys do? So, nothing. Nothing. Literally get out of here. Yeah, yeah. We... Bad boys at packs, and then you just flip the table over. <laughs> yeah, flip the table, and then someone else will come over and pick it up. Like, yeah. oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, sorry. And then, I lost and then we'll, myself. we'll apologize profusely and oh, clean up. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's it, right? Anyone else? I think so. I think that's our packs. We had a lot to unpacks. Oh. (laughs) Ask me how long I've been sitting on that one. Uh, Probably since we left packs. Yeah, I don't. Oh, no. It it was much longer than that. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, so much for the bad boys of packs. Yeah, forever joke. Now it's the bad puns of packs. Oh, 100%. That's way less cool. That's my power move, man. Bad, bad puns. So email us if you have any questions or or comments or really any just want to chat uh specifically corrections if you have any corrections please like i know 
like I, like I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Email us at uh, random draw bot. Po- oh, Lord. oh wow, random draw. I got bot. It. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> random draw podcast at gmail dot com. Follow us on Instagram. Random draw podcast. Mark. Uh, do your Twitter thing. <laughs> my Twitter thing. Yeah. So my Twitter thing. Follow us at at random draw pod. I just want to give special shouts oh, out to our out. our new followers, uh, a guy named Lars, mm, who hit mm. us up with a um uh, a tweet. That's the word cool man yeah and it took you three days to respond it was thanksgiving <laughs> it was you're like, really I, nailing this yeah, I, i'm terrible at you social media one job mark the way We've dragooned mark into doing yeah, twitter. i know <laughs> i know you, i've been dragooned into doing twitter and here, here i am um yeah so shout out to lars and shout out to my sister sam for listening. spread the good word in georgia we'd love listeners everywhere <laughs> everywhere specifically everywhere. Georgia? but especially yeah, in down georgia. there and just i've been telling everybody like oh my gosh like i've been i've been saying people at work who don't really know me i'm like <laughs> i have podcast i do podcasting i do now. podcast and uh, uh, here's your medication you needed yeah i'd be podcaster yeah bye <laughs> so yeah do that do uh follow us on uh or yeah follow like us on <laughs> itunes and stitcher if you want to write a review that'd be awesome yeah, 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 yeah really that'd be we're trying that. to grow here oh, yeah stitcher podbean google play music and others hit us on that insta yeah get up with us on instagram yeah. and uh once again tom vassal so tall very tall i can't, tall. I can't get over how tall all those dudes from the dice tower oh, are man, very tall tom huge vassal. dudes it's unbelievable i'm like hobbit size compared to these like, dudes i'm what? six two yeah I'm and not i'm six short. foot yeah dave and i are not short human yeah. beings we are above average for americans and this they Just tower over us it makes me so sad I, I feel like what mark must feel like the rest of the time yeah yeah and his outfits are always so fresh oh uh, the he the was hat rocking with the that. feathers? Yeah. Hold so on. Fresh. Random draw fashion talk. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. That, this just in. That yellow shirt he was rocking. Oh, yeah. that was mm. fresh. It's nice. not something I could do because of the red hair I got. But yeah, that's true. I'm limited on my color choices. But he looked like a fly bottle of French's mustard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that was the look he was going yeah, for. He goes, what do I look like? And his wife was like, oh, fly, French, <laughs> oh, French spicy mustard. mustard. And I, yeah. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean that in any negative no, way. Like, no, no. <laughs> no, he's always so fresh. Like, yeah. I'm so jealous. I'm like, and that, that's the I'm like cool sweating through my sweatshirt. <laughs> I, I, I love these I cons. I like games, too. <laughs> Here's my, I, have, I have takes. Oh, I have podcasts, too. I like sweating. <laughs> That's what I did all time. All time. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. It's it's always good to go out yeah. to a con and just see and see people who are in the in the industry, talk to developers, yeah, do, do the indie thing. I it love is it. a cool cool experience. So yeah, I, Tom, I definitely recommend it. Tom Vassell is the uh, main voice of uh, Dice, the Dice Tower. Tower. Yeah, 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 he is like the who's who of board game opinions. Pretty much, if you've ever gone on YouTube, looked up a board game, most likely you at some point Somehow. have watched a Dice Tower video and seen Tom Vassell. Yeah. He, they do he, a cruise in Florida every year, a board game cruise. I want to yeah. go so bad. Ooh, I get so seasick. Have you ever been on a cruise? I've been seasick. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Game over, man. Game over.